Welcome to the Kingsley Grant Show, the podcast dedicated to helping you become the leader everyone loves and wants to follow. Kingsley believes his leadership paradigm, emotelligence, the art of succeeding where others failed, is the key to achieving this status. On this show, Kingsley guides you through the uncharted waters of emotional intelligence and leadership essentials, with the guarantee that upon exit, you will become more skilled in relationship management, decision-making, and job performance. Now here's your host, your coach, and your Sherpa, Kingsley Grant. Here we go, here we go, here we go. This is your boy, Kingsley Grant, behind the American microphone, bringing you yet another show. And today we are going to talk about why leaders who are skilled at sign language are the most likely ones to succeed. He said, Kings, come on. Are you saying that I need to go and learn sign language? Don't you know how hard that is? Don't you know that is not something that I even desire to, to learn? Come on, you're asking me, wait, hold up, hold up, my friend. Don't jump the gun. Let's kind of, let's unpack this to see what I truly mean behind this topic today. You know, I, I, I admire, I admire people who are skilled at using their hand and their body and their facial expression to truly communicate to those who are unable to speak. It's amazing, isn't it? Isn't isn't it? it, it isn't it amazing? I have a friend that have done a great job. He doesn't use it too often, but when he does, it's impressive to see him. And you know, it's almost like the unlikely person that I would even think knew how to use his hands to communicate that way. You may remember, and if you don't, that's, that's okay, but our previous president of the United States, President Barack Obama, Barack Obama, he, I remember he had gone to Africa someplace in one of those African countries, and he was given a speech, and this was too funny, I don't know if you remember, but they had someone who they had secured to do the interpretation to those who were deaf and dumb. And he, this person was up there. And while the president was speaking, this person was making hand gestures and going off. And, and he was very, very, very impressive and believable. You know, I, I didn't watch the whole speech, but the parts that I saw on the news that they showed him actually getting very animated as a president, you know, was very eloquent in how he delivered. And this is not, you know, whether you like the president or not, this is not about that, right? And you, you understand this. But this person was truly using all these hand gestures and communicating and, and I, you know, I don't know because I don't know sign language that, whether he, what he was doing was such or not. But eventually it came out that this this dude was a fraud. He was making things up. 
<laughs> he was making things up on the fly. <laughs> and he had to, you know, it was a great actor. Obviously, he ought to have gotten a Grammy for his acting ability because he apparently had the people fooled. I don't know how, who screened him, how they got him there. And that's not the point. But again, it's just my, my, what came to my mind as I thought about my friend who, when I see him in action, and I know because the people who he's talking to are actually engaged with him and they who are on the deaf and dumb community are responding. So I know he's genuine. He's not the fake type. But I talked to him about that and asked him about his training every now and then that I see him. And he would say, it's something that fascinated him. He wanted to have an opportunity to speak to an audience that were, were kind of marginalized, you know, left out. And, and he figured then, why not learn? And so he took it up on himself to learn. And he, he did. And still and today, as I said, he doesn't practice as much as far as I know. But whenever that he has an opportunity, I guess it's like muscle memory. Once you've got it, you've got it. And so he will get into that. And I'm just like, man, awed by that. It really intrigues me. And I, I see him as a skilled technician, so to speak, using his hands to communicate to an audience of that kind. So if I was to think of another person who had to learn sign language and and ask the question, why, no, and not necessarily why, but how did you, how did you take the time? How did you get to this point where you're so, and I use it in air quotes here, eloquent at sign language? And they were, probably tell me that not just was it an intrigue and interest of theirs, but that they truly had to utilize a part of their brain, the eye-hand coordination. They had to look for things that they would not necessarily look for, that they would be doing if they were only speaking their native language. Like my friend, his native language is English. And that's mine as well. You may you may have some issues with my English and say, Kingsley, English, come on. <laughs> well, you may hear my accent, but from Jamaica, our, our our you know people ask sometimes, what is your your native language of the of the country of Jamaica? Because Patwa is our broken dialect, but we we. In Jamaica are from the colonial part of, of the English colonial, colonialism. And so we broke away, of course, and got our independence. But our English is more of an English type. That makes sense, right? <laughs> and, you know, England is our motherland, according to how this all was set up. So we were, English was the main language that we spoke. And proper English was what's is what's taught in school. So people, when they hear the Patois, they're wondering, is that the main language? Is that what we speak, we learn in school? No, we learn how to speak English like anybody else would, proper English, which is not 
something that some people find easy. But that's my native tongue. And I don't have to think. I can just be talking like I'm doing right here and just not even having to give much thought about what I'm doing. Now, I have a friend who lives in the Netherlands and his native language is not English, it's Dutch. And so when he speaks... I can see he's searching and he's thinking and he, he will go um, um, and, 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 and I can see his mind, right? Because he's trying to find the best English word to describe for me what it is he want me to know. And I really appreciate people who, who's in, for me, whose first language is not English and they're making the effort to speak in English and they have to do all the translation in their head and to get the word out. That's incredible. That takes practice, concentration. It takes being present and not be distracted because you can't do that, being distracted. So they, they really had to put a skill set to make sure they communicate with me if English is not their first language. So it requires a concentration. It requires intentionality. It requires for them to to want to make certain that this, their communication, gets through to the person that they're speaking. And I applaud that. That is very commendable on their part. Well, what does all this have to do with leadership? Well, one of those things, as you know, leadership, well, I'm not, I don't assume, and I, I have to think about that maybe you are new at leadership. Maybe you're just getting started. Maybe you are a business owner, and and you this whole leadership thing is kind of new for you because you possibly are this entrepreneur who did everything yourself, and your business have grown, and now you are about to lead people, and you're kind of like, how do I do this? I've never really led anyone. I know I had to start thinking about teams and working with teams. What's it like? And so maybe you are new and, and trying to figure out the best way to, to lead. And when you saw this, it may be, have caused you this topic. It may have created some curiosity to say, well, what, let me see what this is all about. Or maybe you are a, you know, you're a veteran. You've been leading people for a long time. And so you basically almost could close your eyes and and lead people. Well, that's an extreme because it's hard to do that, right? But yes, some people who are experts at certain things can close your eyes and do some incredible feats because they're so focused. They're so constant. They're so they're so much into the concentration part. I've watched some people in the martial arts space with their eyes closed, doing incredible things. So some people can possibly do that. But what I'm talking to, who I'm talking today, you as the leader who is new at this or you are a veteran, to lead requires skill sets. In my new book, The Immortelligent Leader, Succeed Where Others Failed and Become the Leader Everyone Loves and Wants to Follow, I talk about these things. And the reason why I wrote that book is because I believe you as a leader need to be developing 
two sets of skills simultaneously, side by side, at the same time, together, not separately, but together. And those two sets of skills are your leadership skills and your emotional intelligence skills. They have to go hand in hand. And I make the case for that in my book. But in one, of the in one of the chapters in the book, I talk about leadership is craftsmanship. And the reason why is because I wanted to get across this point. And if you're new at this, realize that leadership is not something you're born with. No one is born a leader. Yes, you may have certain qualities that cause you to lean more towards leadership. And it's more innate for you to become the person that wants to take charge. And that could be also personality. You know, I sometimes watch kids. And have you ever, have you ever watched kids play? And there's that one person that kind of take charge and want to tell people what to do, where to sit, where to go. <laughs> it's, um, it's interesting to watch that dynamic. And that's also true in adults. If you've ever done team leadership, which I've done in my training, and you want to identify the leaders, just put people in group and give them an assignment. And you will find that one person who runs the show. It's almost like take charge. That's Automatically, that's almost how they're bent. However, even them, that person needs to develop their leadership skills. And so when I talk about leadership is craftsmanship, I want everyone to know that this is something that's a learned skill and a person who desires to be a leader and is positioned to be a leader need to remember this is something they can develop. This is something they can make better. They can grow this skill. And also emotional intelligence, which I really like, is that these are skills that can be learned. It's not like IQ where you're stuck. You know, what you have at 5, you have a 15, you have a 50. You know, you, you, you really, it's just how you process information, right? That is really your IQ. And it's so different when it comes to leadership skills and emotional skills. Thank you. God, that that's so. Because I would be, you know, where would I be? I would really truly not be a leader if it was something you're born with. I mean, there's a number of people who would be disqualified and leadership would be lacking. We find that a lacking leadership today because some people don't realize it's a skill that can be developed and they get into a position and are given a title and they are just like, okay, now I'm a leader, you follow me. And they don't know that they have to grow themselves if they're going to be effective at this whole thing. So when I talk about craftsmanship, it's like that person who, like my friend who is who uses sign language, is like my other friend who speaks where English is his second language, they realize it's a skill that must be developed. So when I said all of that now to get to the point. It's a Kingsley point. It's taking you long to get to this point. Well, I wanted to make certain that when I talk about the skills or the signs that I'm, you know, that as a leader you need to have, if you're going to be most likely to be the one who succeed, I wanted to make sure we have the backdrop to all to what I'm about to say. 
So hopefully by now you're getting the picture. I'm not speaking about sign language as we know it, where you use your hands to communicate. I'm really speaking about the signs that leaders need to look for in their team that gives them the feedback to know how to make the adjustment, how to adapt as they lead the team. Because it's very fluid. It's not a fixed way. People are people. And one day they might be high, the next, not on drugs, of course, but might be really up. The next day maybe they might be down. Do you know what signs to look for? Maybe your people are disengaged, which Gallup talks about that in his poll, 87%. That means almost nine people, almost nine out of 10 are showing up. Do you know what signs to look for if they're disengaged? And here's what happened. Why this is so critical and so crucial is that if you miss the signs, if you don't know what sign to look for, you could treat, and I did a, an episode, if you have not listened to that, you can go back and listen. It's, it's there where I talk about malpractice, how some leaders, leaders are performing malpractice leadership. Because if you don't know what sign to look for, it's like going to the doctor and he or she misdiagnosed you. They don't know what sign to look for. They could give you a prescription that does not fit and could do more harm than damage. And leaders ought to know this. It's a skill to know what sign. Do you know when a one of your team members is down? Have you taken time to get to, to know them? In one chapter in my book, I talk about I talk about this very thing. Know, like, and trust factor. Have your does your people know you? Do you know them? Do you know what signs to look for when they're fatigued? Can you see that? Can you spot that Spot that a mile away? This, What I'm talking about right here, my friend, is where the emotional intelligence piece comes in, which is called social awareness. Is socially aware of the people that you're interacting with to make sure you know what signs. Because, again, like I said, you could really do more harm than damage because if you misread the sign and try to correct or fix or prescribe whatever thing you do, that person could go deeper and could build resentment and the relationship could go south instead of north. Can you read this? Can you? And this, you know, there are many signs, of course, around the emotional thing for people to know what to look for, the body language, the eyes, the smile, the lack of, you know, a number of other things. But here's what happened. The most important thing, well, I should not say the most because everything is important. However, what is for the company, the organization, the bottom line is productivity. And if there's a disengagement, if there is, because what happens sometimes these things can be normalized where everyone think, I guess this is what it is. And just go with the flow. And so what happened is they fall into a state of apathy, which I believe is one of the the core issues where people are disengaged. Is apathy. How do they get there? That's a whole different podcast, right? But you as a leader ought to be so focused. Like I mentioned, my friend from the Netherlands have to be very intentional, have to concentrate, have to really be looking at what 
word to find. My friend who does a sign language, when he was first learning that, he had to be, again, focused, intentional, making certain that he got the right finger crossing or whatever else he does so that he does not miscommunicate what he's trying to say. As a leader, that's the thing you've got to do as well. You've got to be able to identify the signs that lead, that helps people become the best self. But also, when there is this whole, mentioned apathy is going on and disengagement is happening or fatigue is happening and people need to be attended in the appropriate manner as a leader, man, if you're going to succeed, you've got to be a sign Beings more skilled at sign language. And now you know what sign language I'm speaking about. How skilled are you? And what are you doing to develop your skill? If you're going to succeed, my friend, you've got to. You've got to make this a priority. This is where I come in to help leaders, whether through coaching, workshop, presentation, keynote, and also in my new book that's coming out, The Immortalligent Leader. These are the things I really highlight and love to help people with because I believe it's a very critical thing, as you've heard me talk about. If you need to contact me and basically set something up and would like for me to work with you, make sure you're following me on social media or you could email me at Kingsley at kingslegrant.com, kingsley at kingslegrant.com, okay? Or if it's easier to just put info at kingslegrant.com, info at kingslegrant.com, that means you're looking for information, then we'll be able to talk more about that. But again, if you want to see a regular thing, make sure you're following me and subscribe to this show that you don't miss any release of the show. Right? So if you subscribe, you will be notified. But also when you subscribe, I hope you leave me a rating and review on the platform that you're listening to the show on that the show can get more widespread, I guess, um, I would say notification, but widespread attention. That's a word I can find right now. And you could help me in that regards. And I would really appreciate that. Don't forget that I have an announcement about my new book very soon and how you can get your own very copy with some bonuses attached to that. So follow me at Kingsley Grant on any social media platform that you are preferred to be on. I'll make an announcement there as well. But also on this podcast, you will hear it first because I love to speak then write. So this will be my first place to announce it or almost the same time I put in the announcement someplace else. My friend, I just want to remind you that you are one skill away. One skill. With that said, you know the drill. Peace out. God bless. And I'll see you on the flip side. Yeah. Yeah.